0: San Diego's military community has been apprehensive this past week as tensions with Iran have increased following the killing of an Iranian general. Tensions remain high at the moment, but despite the announcement of new sanctions, it appears that the military tit-for-tat may be over. If things take a turn for the worse, several San Diego battalions could be ordered to deploy to the region. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego NewsFix. Andrew Dyer, you cover the military for the Union Tribune, and there's been lots of military news recently. Why don't you get us up to speed on exactly what's going on?
1: Well, um, we've been involved the last uh, couple of weeks, really, in um, kind of these this proxy war with Iran. Um, it's not a declared war. This is uh, going back, you know, for months. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since the U.S. withdrew from the uh, 2015 Iranian nuclear agreement. Um, We reimpose sanctions on the country. Uh, Iran, in reaction to those sanctions, has stepped up its uh, support of uh, Shia militia groups in Iraq, resulting in rocket attacks periodically on American bases. Um, That escalated at the end of the year when one of those rockets killed um, an American contractor. we found out yesterday via the Sacramento Bee that that contractor was an American citizen, um, an Iraqi interpreter uh, mm-hmm. from the Sacramento area who was uh, working in Iraq. Um, the death of that uh, American citizen um, resulted in Trump ordering strikes on five sites in Iraq and Syria um, at the at the end of the year. Um, in response to those strikes, um, uh, Iranian-backed militia group supporters uh, attempted to storm the American embassy in Baghdad, um, lighting fires to a reception area and um, calling up some, uh, some Marines to kind of bolster the security in the embassy. There was no casualties uh, in that uh, This this group was not, armed other than with, uh, things like Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that embassy incident, um, really riled something in, in president Trump who, uh, if you recall after the 2011, uh, embassy attack in, uh, it, it, I'm sorry, the consulate in Benghazi, Libya, Trump was very critical of, um, then president Trump and later, uh, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton Mm -hmm. Um, and um, you know the decision was made to strike back hard and um, the US uh, via a drone strike uh, killed a top Iranian general uh, Qasem Soleimani uh, on Thursday Mm -hmm. um, leading to Wednesday's response from Iran where uh, ballistic missiles were launched from Iran into uh, to American bases in Iraq.
0: And it's worth noting that this comes at a time in which there's a lack of leadership within the military. Why don't you kind of explain some of the vacancies that are in place currently?
1: There are several vacancies, in, especially in the State Department and uh-huh. um, the DOD. There's been um, upheaval in the DOD. You know, the secretaries change, the leaders, but I think... Uh, this maybe it's the State Department. The you know Secretary of State Mike Pompeo he has been kind of really hawkish on Iran, and um, there has been an exodus in the State Department of the diplomatic uh, corps. So um, there's no point A to point B effect here, but um, what we might be seeing is some of the the deterioration of uh, the diplomatic apparatus of the state department. Um, and the result of that is, is more conflict.
0: Mm -hmm. And here in San Diego, we have several branches of the military. So for people living here and people military adjacent, what has this past week been like?
1: You know, um, one thing that I always come back to when we talk about, um, the, the lives of, of service members in the region is that, uh, this is a very blue-collar community they're they're at the ready to do their job and um, if called upon to deploy um, they'll do that I I know that the um, the uh, the Roosevelt um, mm-hmm. which is at North Island um, they've been doing workups um, I understand they were set to go on deployment um, at some point early this year mm-hmm. Um so they're ready to go if called upon. Um, they're probably leaving soon anyway. Um, the, uh, the the Lincoln has been on a long deploy- deployment. They actually uh, pulled into Pearl Harbor, Hawaii today. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're going to be on their way home. I don't think they're going to uh, ask them to turn around. And, of course, the uh, Marines up at Camp Pendleton from the 1st the Marine Division and um, one Marine Expeditionary Force, you know, they... Um, they train the the thing that the uh, battalion commanders like to say is that we're ready to fight tonight, so um, they're always ready to go at a moment's notice. As of now, none of these uh, none of these units have been called up to deploy, um, mm-hmm. as far as we know. But um, they're certainly ready, willing, and able to do so.
0: So it's been within the realm of possibility if things were to escalate that some battalions within San Diego would be asked to deploy to the region, right?
1: Right, there's always an awareness in the back of your mind whenever uh, tensions strike, up, um, whether it's with North Korea, um, Iran um, issues in in the South China Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime there's a flare-up, you know, you, you maybe uh, maybe you make sure your phone is on ring instead of vibrate so that you know whenever whenever they call. But other than that, there's a a general sense of a. Uh, business as usual until the uh, order comes down. But you're mm-hmm. always ready to ready to, to hit the door.
0: Yeah. And that's something that I imagine civilians, you know, have a hard time empathizing with just because rarely do you have a job like that unless maybe you're like a cop or an EMT or something in which sometimes you just have to be at the ready.
1: Right. And, and you know, that's one of the things that makes, um, I think, military life so different is, and especially if you're in a deployable unit, if you're an infantry Marine, um, you know, it takes longer to get the ship out, but, mm-hmm. um, if you're, if your job is to, to be ready and, and deployable, then, uh, you're always, you're always kind of, a at, at risk, so to speak of being called, but mm-hmm. it's, it's part of the job.
0: Yeah, and it's worth noting that uh, in addition to having military families, San Diego also has a history of Middle Eastern populations that have come to the county, perhaps most notably the Chaldean uh, community in East County. And earlier today, you went to a meeting of faith leaders that denounced the events of President Trump. Why don't you explain what you heard there?
1: Yeah, so uh, a group of uh, you know different denominations uh, had a news conference in Balboa Park today, um, Kind of, they wanted to call on Congress to step in and, and limit the president's authority to, to wage war in Iran. Um, there have been a lot of questions about the um, legality of the strike against General Soleimani. Mm-hmm. Um, we've heard two different justifications from the White House. Um, and I think that. Um, much of our operation in the Middle East has been under this authorized use of military force. It goes all the way back to 9/11, where um, you know, President then President Bush was authorized to go and get you know the people who 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 did 9/11. Right. Mm. Um, however, that that AUMF has been the justification for a lot of our interventions, um, even those. You know, at best, tangentially related nine eleven, such as the uh, the the battle against ISIS, mm-hmm. and that
0: seems to be at the heart of the debate. With uh, even members of Congress asking for more specific reasons as to why these decisions were made, there's still a lot of confusion out there. It seems
1: right, and and it 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 doesn't help that um, the White House themselves uh, has been uh, offering kind of mixed messages on the, the reasoning um, and declining to go into details about a specific threat. Um, you know, it was, we, we were told that uh, Soleimani was prepared preparing a strike within days. There's other reporting saying that that isn't true, that he was actually being recalled to Tehran um, and that the, uh, mm-hmm. the leaders in that country had not approved any operation. Um, but because of the nature of intelligence and national security, um, those aren't the kind of things that the government um, would hand over. So um, it kind of leaves, I think, too much room for speculation. And I think, especially with, uh, I think, cable news, you know, that speculation tends to drive the news more than the news itself drives Mm -hmm. the news.
0: Yeah, especially at times like this when everything's still developing. I, I even saw today back and forth over whether or not Iraqis were killed in the strike by. Iran, that hasn't quite been confirmed yet. Right, right. So this morning we heard from President Donald Trump. He gave some comments about what was going on. Uh, what has changed since this morning? What do we know now?
1: Well, um, last night after these uh, missile strikes, and these were, these were guided ballistic missiles, this wasn't just rocket attacks, um, I think there was a lot of fear and nervousness about what our next move would be. Um, Just watching some of the reaction on social media, um, a lot of veterans were, you know, I think uh, no war with Iran started trending a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a lot of concern, I think, that those ballistic missile strikes would result in um, more military attacks. Um, It looked like last night that the president might address the country, which um, I was watching very closely because that would be – I think an address last night m- might have um m- might have been worse news. Yeah. Um however, uh that was squashed by the White House uh, shortly after the the missile attacks. Um, Trump instead addressed the country this morning. Mm-hmm. He announced more sanctions. He said that it appeared that Iran was de-escalating. Mm-hmm. Um and th- the mood and the tone of his comments, you know, was, I think, encouraging in that it doesn't look like there will be a, a kinetic response from the U.S. military. So um, maybe for now things have eased up a bit, but if they have, that only leads us leaves us where we were at, at the end of the year, which was mm-hmm. not in a good place either.
0: Certainly, and those sanctions could create even more tension in the long term as
1: well. Right, right. Um, it's it's you know the the administration um, by backing out of the Iran deal, you know they went from a tense but stable situation. Um, mm-hmm. This is what I, I spoke with a, a, an Iranian man at in Balboa Park today. Um and those are the words he used. Um, where we went from a situation that was tense but stable, but um, by backing out of the deal, that that stability is is gone, and the the tensions has has increased. Um, you know, part of the Iran deal was a, a relief of those sanctions. And so by reopposing mm-hmm. them, it's again strained the Iranian economy. And, and put pressure on them to kind of lash out. So we are, are still in that situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Certainly more uncertainty than there used to be. Right.
1: All right. Andrew Dyer, thank you so much. Thank you.
0: In other news, congressional leaders on both sides of the aisle are asking questions about the justification for the strike on Soleimani, something that both the Bush and Obama administrations had avoided doing. Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that the House will vote Thursday on a measure to limit Trump's military actions regarding Iran. Also, Utah Republican Senator Mike Lee said the classified briefing by Trump administration officials Wednesday was, quote, probably the worst briefing I've seen, at least on a military issue, in the nine years I've served in the United States Senate. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m., on weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the flash briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com podcasts. Until next time.